In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, the whole readings are asking each and every one of us, which kind of people are you? Are you such arrogant religious person, or you are a repented, humble sinner? <clears throat> we go through the readings one by one, and again, it's an examination <clears throat> for each and every one of us. But before we start, let me share with you the words of St. Augustine. And he's telling us, again, it is a choice. I would not exist, I would simply not be at all unless I exist in you. So the question is, are you in him? Is he in you or not? From whom and by whom and in whom all things are. So he's encouraging us to make this examination. Is my life is in Christ? is every single thing in my life flows from the life of Christ that I receive each and every liturgy, or just I'm living what we, what we call it a normal life. Then we'll find all readings today, starting from the Pauline Epistle. He was telling us there is an inflow and outflow in the life of everyone. So St. Paul told us, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble. He's asking you, did you receive a comfort from God? Then you will be able to offer comfort to those who are in trouble. With the comfort, those who are in any trouble, with the comfort with which ourselves are comforted by God. So he's asking us at the beginning to see if you are an arrogant religious person or you are a humble sinner who is receiving the forgiveness from the Lord. He's asking you, I mean, what is the source of your own teaching? What is the source of anything in your mind, in your heart? Is it God or is it the enemy? So he's asking us again, what is coming in your life is going to flow out from your life at one point. Whether such arrogance of this man who was a Pharisee and he knows that he is a righteous by his own personal righteousness, but he missed the real righteousness of God. He missed the real righteousness that is going to receive, to be able to receive the forgiveness of her sins. Then the Catholic Epistle was telling us, you have to be watchful. Why? Because there is nothing in between. So if you are deceiving yourself, I am in between. I am not so religious. I am not feeling that I am a sinner. I didn't kill. I didn't commit a big sin. Why is there nothing called big sin and small sin? So St. John was telling us in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, he who, sins is the, he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. So again, he's telling us that when sin becomes an attitude, we are all sinners. But there is a big difference between someone sinning out of weakness and someone insisting, and he knows that he's sinning and refusing to repent. For this purpose, the Son of God has mani was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. As if he's asking me again, either you are of God or you are of the devil. Again, check your sins. Is your sin, is your sin today an attitude or a conduct? If it's a conduct, you are of God and you are walking in the way of salvation. If it's an attitude and you feel you are careless about your own salvation, there's something seriously wrong in your work with the Lord. The book of Acts always showing us an example of the message of the whole reading. So if St. Paul was telling us the inflow 
will show the outcome in your life. And St. John was telling us, it's either you are of God or of the devil. In the book of Acts chapter 9, we have seen a woman of God. So he was telling us in verse 36, at Juba there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Decorous. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. So again, the book of Acts is always showing us that the life of the church was real. And the manifestation of the work of the Holy Spirit was real. He's asking you and me again this morning, what sort of manifestation do you have within your own small family, in your church, in your workplace? Are you showing that you are of God, that the inflow in your life is always divine? That's why the outflow from your life is always divine. Then we find the psalm is encouraging us. He is my strength. Yes, I discovered I am not of God. I discovered the inflow in my past was always not from God. But still, I am here to receive the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. I am here to be re-empowered with the life of Christ. The psalm was telling us, the Lord is my strength, is their strength. And he is the saving refuge of his anointed. And you are his anointed. Whatever you have done in your past, you are called to be his own personal anointing. Why? Because you, were, you have received the Holy Spirit. You have received the anointment of the Holy Myron to tell you that you are not of yourself anymore, as St. Paul says. But your eyes are Christ's eyes. Your mind, your heart, your hands, your feet are becoming the living members of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he continued, And bless your inheritance, shepherd them also and bear them up forever. Yes, I missed a year or a two, or maybe all my life. He's telling you and me now, it's time to re-choose him, to, to re-choose to be one of his own anointed, to enjoy the fullness of his life. Then into the gospel to find the big difference between an arrogant religious person and a real humble, repented sinner. So the story starts with an invitation. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. Yes, in many occasions we are inviting the Lord to our house. But why I am inviting him? Am I inviting him to test him? Am I inviting him to show him how righteous I am by my own self? Sometimes even we invite each other, and we ask ourselves again why. Why are we inviting each other to show our wealth, to show our love, to show what exactly? This man on this day was inviting the Lord to show him how great he is, how righteous he is by his own self-righteousness, or at, at maximum, the righteousness of the law. And then the woman, a woman came over an, an unexpected visit. So, and behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil. Maybe it's me or you this morning. I'm coming unexpectedly. I was not planning to come to the liturgy today, but he's telling me, uh, you are here because there is a divine appointment. You are here because I have destined you to something somewhere else. Yes, I'm, I want to redirect all your life. You became as a sinner, and the whole city knows that you are a sinner. 
but you are not going home with the same attitude. You are not going home with the same sickness, but you are going to be healed because you came before the true physician. And the humility of this sinner was the key. Last week we spoke about the chaos and how this rich man climbed into the sycamore tree to see only the Lord. This is all what he was looking for. But because of his humility, the Lord made such a great feast in his day, in this day. The day was a day of salvation for him and for the whole, all his household. So, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrant oil. Again, we are not debating about what she has done, what we have, we have what we can do today. It, in this time, this was the greatest honor she has. She poured it out before the Lord. She kissed his, his feet. She washed his, his feet with her tears and with this fragrant oil. And again, you can do the same and maybe more. Maybe you are saying, as St. John Chrysostom was explaining in one more, at one of his homilies, that many people were saying, where is Christ? If I would live in his time, I would have done so and so. And then he was encouraging us all in real terms. Christ is sitting beside you. Christ is your neighbor. Christ is your son or your wife or your husband. You can do whatever you want because those people are living members of the body of Christ. Even the poor and the needy who have no religion, still they are called to be living members of the body of Christ. And he is calling them their own brothers and sisters as he told us many times before in the Gospels. So the humility of this woman was the key. And he's asking us all, are you able to humble yourself before the Lord this morning? Otherwise, you are going to receive nothing in the end. St. Augustine was encouraging us again, man should withdraw from himself, not for worldly affairs, but to get attached to God. This woman doesn't, she doesn't look at the time. She refused to look at anyone um, gazing my eyes and the author of faith who is able only to forgive my sins, who is able to transform my life forever. And then the arrogant Pharisee starts to speak. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Maybe I am coming this morning with the same attitude. I can point towards a friend whom entrusted me that he or she is a sinner, and I feel that I am more righteous. I'm proud of myself to, become in the to come in the church this morning. And he's telling us, unless you confess you are a sinner, and since you, you feel, as St. Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, I'm the chief sinner. You will not be able to receive your forgiveness. And you'll go home, and even you stay at your home as this arrogant, righteous person in his own eyes and he received nothing in the end. The Bible is full of stories. The publican and the, and the Pharisee again. This man went home. As the Bible told us, his sins were forgiven. But this person, the Pharisee, was not able to receive anything again because he saw that he is righteous by his own deeds. Whenever we open the Bible, 
the Lord is showing us a way of salvation, nothing like humility. St. John Chrysostom says, humility is the mother, the nurse of all virtues. Without this humility, you are not able to get it. When at the very end, the Lord was showing us, the woman has forgiven. Did you receive anything? By your own self-righteousness, by judging others, by seeing yourself above all, and you know the law, and even judging the Lord himself, you are going to receive nothing. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. And this is the message he wants us all to go home, not only today, every time. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Your humility, your humble attitudes saved you. And your accepting to profess that you are the chief sinner will send you home rejoicing because of the forgiveness that you are going to, re to, to receive. Finally, St. John Chrysostom is telling us he does not just care for us, but loves us with no limits, a flaring, unquenchable, holy love, and a truly unbreakable, strong love. This is the offer of this morning for everyone. Even if I'm the most famous sinner of the city, I can go in peace, receiving my salvation, because my faith is going to release me from the bondage of my self-righteousness. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.